What good is skipping a step on a ladder? Toastmasters pathways are built to be done in order, right? I saw this ladder analogy on the official Toastmasters International Members Facebook group this morning about a member who had completed their level five project, but had to skip completing level four first. Let's talk about how we work our paths. How are you doing it? To be a leader, you have to have a good foundation in public speaking. Welcome to Toastmasters. You can learn the communication skills to reach your leadership goals and achieve your dreams. This is the Toastmasters 101 podcast. I'm your host, Kim Cradgy. One of the biggest improvements in the Toastmasters Pathways program that I've seen is the dropping of the barriers between the levels. In the Toastmasters Pathways program, we can now see the entire path options, the required as well as the electives. Did you know that some Toastmasters don't even know about this change yet? So why don't you tell them about this podcast? Toastmasters 101 podcast is here to help us understand pathways, especially the parts that seem complicated, like how to work through a path. What good is it skipping a step on a ladder? I can understand the idea that we need to work our path in sequence. You don't teach algebra to kindergartners. Believe me, my dad tried teaching my kids and they were not having it. Sequence allows us to build on already established skills and techniques. Right, I see that. Our problem is that the path sequences in real life do not always schedule with each other first. I had an opportunity to work on a project during my first year in Toastmasters. My church needed a series of dinners prepared over eight weeks. I was unable to manage this project alone, but I'd heard about the High Performance Leadership Project from a speech at my club and decided this fit the bill. I'd been a Toastmaster for a mere eight months at this point. When the project went sideways, eight weeks became 16, I was able to use the High Performance Leadership Project manual to help me complete it anyway and to do it well. I've long said that I think the best product that Toastmasters International produces is the High Performance Leadership Manual. While I find the spiderwebby personality test to be slightly, okay, I'm just going to say it, useless, the rest of the manual laid out the steps I needed to take to handle this project, important steps that I had never considered. I learned how important they were to do them. Suggestions how to recruit, report, and survive the project made it possible for me to manage this when the length of the project doubled and I wasn't able to be there for the extension. Because of the High Performance Leadership Manual, I'd known to train others to take on the management of the meals for the dates that I couldn't be there. That was huge, and it made all the difference between success and failure. But the High Performance Leadership Project was a part of the Advanced Leadership Silver Project. I shouldn't have been thinking about it before I'd finished my competent communicator, and certainly not before I'd started my competent leadership manual. Life and Toastmasters Pathways projects are not always on the same schedule. When we're in the leadership paths, sometimes opportunities come up at inopportune times. I say... If you've got a chance to take on a leadership role in Toastmasters, you take it. There are a finite number of them, and you can't count on the next one coming through when you want it or when you need it. So you grab it and hang on for the ride. 
Toastmasters is a place to learn, a place to practice, and therefore a place where mistakes will be made. My first high-performance leadership project, the church dinners that went from four months instead of two, was perfect training for me for my second project, running a district conference. That's doing things in sequence, small to big. I sort of followed the sequence. If you ignore that my high-performance leadership project was being completed before I'd finished my advanced leadership bronze award, I'm sure I wouldn't have had the confidence to step up to take the conference chair without having done the other project first. I wasn't ready, and I would have had zero confidence that I could have done the job. I do see the value in following the sequence. Toastmasters does say that you work the program at your own pace. Well, maybe your pace is different. Maybe you're coming to Toastmasters with a set of skills you're already comfortable doing a big project without the Toastmasters training. Should you delay taking on a high-performance leadership project just because you haven't managed a small project first? Who defines what's big and small? That doesn't make any sense. That's why I love that the barriers are down. For example, I see a keynote in my future. With the walls down, I can look ahead and I can see that I can use this for my level five project on my path. I can certainly plan for it. That's good because I can select other projects with that level five keynote project in mind. Maybe before I give that keynote, I can work on some other skills that some other Pathways projects will help me get ready. Doesn't that make sense? With the keynote date in mind and everything else in my life, maybe I won't have all those blogging posts that I want to do to be completed by then. Should I give up on applying my keynote to my level five? Here's the deal. My life doesn't wait on Toastmasters project scheduling. But I have plenty of opportunities to apply the skills that I'm learning in Toastmasters in my life. If you've got a chance to step up and take a leadership role in or outside Toastmasters, I think it's smarter to say yes than no. I read a book by Shonda Rhimes called Year of Yes. There's a non-affiliate link in the show notes. That's toastmasters101.net slash 49 where she tells the stories of choosing to say yes to all requests for a year. What was her first challenge? It was to give a speech, something she'd been avoiding for most of her life. That sounds familiar, right? By choosing yes, you might find yourself in precarious positions, but you'll learn fast. You'll have opportunities to do things you never thought possible and achieve goals you barely dreamed, doors open because of your yes. Being hobbled by a number on a pathway's level is just not reasonable. Oh, I know you people who like to do things in order. I'm exceedingly grateful for people like you because I am not. You control the chaos. I prefer to think that I bring the fun. When I think about ladders... I think about my dad painting his first house, up and down, up and down, scraping and painting, painting and scraping. In my mind, it took all summer. It was a rough time. He was working a full-time job, teaching a class. My mom was pregnant, and it was hot. So to me, ladders aren't fun. Okay, I'm not superstitious about walking under them, but honestly, why walk under something that may fall? So I don't like the ladder analogy for pathways. 
And no disrespect meant to that Toastmaster who made the comment, he does make a valid point. Skipping a step does mean that you're missing something. In my dad's case, skipping a step meant skipping a portion of the wall that he was going to have to paint anyway. Methodical engineers do not skip steps. I am not a methodical engineer. To me, skipping the step on the ladder gets me to the top faster. I might miss something, but hey, was that step important? I do tend to learn the hard way that yes, that step was important and now I have to go back and tend to it. Fortunately, in Toastmasters, I can go back and do that project later. Does that mean I think you can jump directly to the projects you're interested in? I personally see no problem in looking at Level 3's Presentation Skills Project and picking from most of that list as early as possible as you learn public speaking. There are so many important skills, and those projects teach them. In my mind, the sooner you learn good skills, the less likely you are to develop bad habits that have to be unlearned. A much harder process. Then you can go back and take the leadership style or communication style or mentorship projects on level two. I know that the reason we have a specialized speech in level two is to give the Toastmaster an introduction to their specific paths focus. It makes us feel like we're moving forward toward our goals. That's not trivial, I think. And this is strictly my opinion. That's skipping a step. You're moving up into public speaking without an introduction on how to speak well. It all depends on how you look at the ladder, doesn't it? If you've joined Toastmasters to build leadership with innovative planning or project management skills, you may not agree with me. Why would you need public speaking skills if your goal is to be a better leader? Because Toastmasters are where leaders are made. Because Toastmasters believes that public speaking is the foundation of leadership. If you can't communicate well, you can't be a good leader. This is also why, back in episode number 22, I strongly urge people not to jump directly into the career building speeches, such as prepare for an interview or making connections with networking or using presentation software. Those projects need the basics first, such as the essential speech skills that I talked about in episode 18. Build the basics, then move up. That sounds like I'm advocating for a sequence. I am, just not necessarily the one that Toastmasters Pathways lays out. Then again, you may be like one Toastmaster I know who came to her first meeting because she had to give a PowerPoint presentation the next month. Going directly to the level three visual aids projects might have helped her immediately. It's about what your life path needs, not about what Toastmasters Pathways has laid out. Do I sound like I'm too casual about Pathways and completing the projects? I hope not. I think that the Pathways system is a great way to improve your life by developing the skills you need to thrive. But I'm realistic too. Opportunities come on their own timelines. You decide what you want to do. What are you doing now? What project has your attention? I'm still working on repurposing the visionary communication path into a storytelling focus. But I just got a new project. It's making me think about innovative planning, and maybe that should be on my radar. What are you doing? Leave me a note on the Toastmasters 101 podcast Facebook page and let me know. I promised an update on the last podcast about my area contest on my path to Paris. Sadly, 
My path to the World Championship of Public Speaking came to a sharp end on Saturday. I am not complaining or blaming anyone. I presented a non-traditional speech that simply could not have won with the judges' matrix that is provided by Toastmasters. I'll admit, it took me a little time to get over my disappointment, but I made the decisions about my presentation that led directly to that conclusion. Possibly for the first time that I've ever said this and not been sarcastic, I'm not bitter. Our music today is from incompetech.filmmusic.io. Toastmasters 101 is a podcast production of Toastmasters District 10. How are you working your pathways? We'll talk again next week.